Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I am the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the man on the beat in the heart of Giants Nation, Chris Bizignano. Chris, before we get started, our sponsor, The Media Captain, records a weekly podcast. So after you get your Giants fix, if you want to learn more about entrepreneurship and what it takes to start a business, along with the latest and greatest online and digital trends, check out The Media Captain's podcast on Apple iTunes and all the major podcast outlets. Again, that's the Media Captain podcast, Twitter account, at the Media Captain, website, www.themediacaptain.com. And we thank him, Jason Parks, for sponsoring our podcast. Buddy, uh, a weekend in the books, uh, what, three, four, whatever number of practices. And I said we would discuss the, the, the good, the bad, and the ugly uh, from the weekend. Mm. But, uh, yeah. I got the sense it was a little more good than anything else. Um, yeah, yeah, it was more good. Um, I guess the ugly part would be yeah, let's get that out golden, of the way. Yeah. golden Tate suspension. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say, uh, Corey Coleman first with the ACL. Well, I'm gonna put that down as bad. Okay, All right, that's uh, fair. ugly. Yeah. I'm thinking ugly is like sort of like off the field, you know, bad yeah, is that whatever. That's just my opinion. Um, so let's, let's do ugly. All right, yep, go for it. Uh, ugly, I guess, is golden Tate four game suspension. I put it on Twitter the way I felt about it, Jerry. Um, once again, um, Roger Goodell is making an absolute hypocrite of himself. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now I understand it's a no ban. You know, uh, it's it's a no. Uh, what's the word I'm looking tolerance. for? Uh, no, I'm thank you. Zero tolerance policy, and it's a banned substance, and all that. Now, here's a man that admitted taking. You know, a fertilization drug, uh, there's something in it that's banned. He immediately, immediately, when he found out it was banned, notified the NFL and told them what happened. Yeah. So to me, that's, that's somebody trying to gain an edge. It was a mistake. Now, if the NFL doesn't consider this, you know, does it take this into play with the appeal? Then I don't know what to tell you. I mean, so let me get this straight. It's a zero tolerance for domestic violence, right? Well, <clears throat> so they say. So they say. Yeah. Right? So it's, let's see. I'm feuding with Jerry Jones, so I'm going to give Ezekiel Elliott six games for nothing that's on audio or camera. Yeah. But we're going to, I love the Hunt family, so we're not going to give Tyreek Hill anything, yeah. even though it's on audio. Yeah. Kid's got a broken arm. The yep. wife said, he's afraid of you. He turns around and says, you ought to be afraid of me. You know what? The yeah, B word. Crazy. All right? Crazy. He gets zero because all of a sudden, because the prosecutors didn't want to move forward. They felt they didn't have enough evidence, which we all know is is, is the witness that uh, failed to cooperate. Okay? So all of a sudden, they're going by the prosecutor's office. They dropped charges. So they didn't, so the NFL goes, okay, you're good, Tariq. Go back to the team. Yeah. So now Golden Tate. You know, admitted he did it and notified, said he got off it immediately, didn't take it anymore, and we're not going to take this into consideration because you know the you know the appeal is going to be upheld, Jerry, and it's going to be a four-game suspension. Yeah, it's going to be four games. I agree, man, no matter what. It's going to be four games. Especially that Robert Mattis went through this a few years back. Okay, so once again, we're all living in the Roger Goodell hypocrite world. Chris, playing devil's advocate, and yeah. I, I agree with you. I 90, 99% agree with you. There were some fans who said, should Tate have... Now, for those of you who, who I'm, I'm sure there are tons out there who has had trouble, uh, you know, having kids, right? Between man and a woman. Um, right. 
you know, it's it's stressful when 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 that's not when that's not happening, right? Right. So, but that being said, should Tate have asked the doctor, is there anything in here, or at least consulted with the NFL? Like again, dude, I agree with you, but there are people who are saying, well, maybe he should have kind of looked at what he was getting and then brought it to the NFL and said, can I take this or ask the doctor what's in this? Jerry, I guess you have a point. I guess people have a point, no question about it. But, you know, Jerry, when you're with your wife and you go to a doctor. Yep, uh, dude, and, I know where you're going with this. And they start on a fertilization process. Yep. Do you re- Are you really thinking about, no. oh, there might be something in this that the NFL banned? Nope. It's not like you're going to a GNC right. store and some new product came out and you said, oh, yeah. Uh, and a guy behind the counter tells you, yeah, dude, it's good for your muscles. And you say to yourself, <laughs> okay, I'll try it. You know, well, you know, you yeah. know, right away, the alarm should go off all. There could be something in this, right? Yeah. Okay, so I and Golden Tate's defense, and I'm going to come to his defense, not because he was a Golden Doma, <laughs> because I'm going to come to his defense because I feel like he shouldn't be getting suspended. Yeah. I, I'm sure when him and his wife are going through this process, the last thing on his mind was, "What is this something kind of, you know, um, um, you know, some kind of thing in this where it could be banned, or, yeah. you know, uh, you know, yeah. uh, some partial drug, a partial whatever the hell of." You know, is in this fertilization. I don't think he was thinking that. I think he studied it afterwards, and then said, "Oh crap!" You know, and notified the NFL. Yeah. So no, yeah, it's fair. I, 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 you know, I don't think it's right. I don't think he should be suspended. Why? Because he immediately notified the NFL a couple of weeks in. Immediately got off it. He's got a doctor's, uh, as we used to say in high school, a doctor's note saying he took it. Yeah. Okay, it was back in April, and is you know, I, I think the league should look at it and go, okay. You know, okay, fine. You know, so um, they won't. I'm sure he'll get the four games. We'll, we'll be without Tate for the first four games of the year. Yeah, so, you know, day one happens where, where Shepard uh, fractures his thumb. Yeah. Um, and then oh, we'll get to the bad now. Yeah, guys. Corey Coleman <laughs> tears his ACL. And I don't know what to expect of Coleman this year. We talked about it. He, was, he, he had the inside track to the third receiver spot, but if mm-hmm. Slayton was healthy – Again, the bad. Slayton has a pulled hamstring, apparently. Um, you know, we didn't know what to expect of Coleman, but it wasn't it wasn't dire. It was, wow, that stinks for him. We like Corey Coleman. He's a good kick returner. He can spread, a, you know, he can take the top off the defense, as they say. He doesn't have the, the, the speed that Slayton has, but he's fast. And then you get the, the news on tape, man. I mean, thank God, uh, and, and credit to you, Chris, for me being more mature and um, a little more controlled. Because uh, you, know, you just hear PEDs and you're like, what? Come on, how's this happened? Then you hear the circumstances of the story and, and you're just like, oh, all right, well, come on, guys. Like, like you said, Chris, like there's so many things that go on in the NFL. Roger, I mean, he's trying to have a kid with his wife. You know, can we, he ran to the NFL to tell them. So first two days or whatever they were, um, you know, receivers, <laughs> one way or another, man, just dropping like flies. Listen, Jerry, it- Players are always looking to get an edge. Yep. They're always looking for masking agents. Okay? Yep. So if he never notified the NFL, if he just got caught back in April, and he said, oh, really? I didn't know that. I would have been like, all right, Golden, do your time. I don't believe you. By the way, you said get that edge. Rounders was on last night, and Worm reminded me of that. Worm said, I'm always right. going to look for that edge. Always looking for that edge. <laughs> we know professional athletes always look for that edge. Right. They're always going to look to try to maybe cut corners a little bit. It happens. It happens in every sport. Yep. And now, if Golden Tate never notified the NFL, 
Okay, and he got caught, and he said, "Well, I was just taking a fertilization drug." I would have been like, uh, "I don't know if I believe it." But in this case, yeah. okay, where he was like two weeks in, found out, you know, uh, it could be something in it that's banned by the NFL. Notified them immediately, immediately got off it. I think the league should look at it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, especially a guy with an impeccable record in his nine years in the league, right? Mm-hmm. That should come in, you know, that should come in to play. When Sir Roger Goodell, the Lord Executioner, comes down with his decision. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's fair. So that's the way I look at it. I put it on Twitter. I'll stand by it. Not because I like Golden and not because of Notre Dame. You know, I, I, you know, that's just the way I feel. I'm sure I'm going to be wrong. Like I said, I'm sure he's going to get the four games, bud. No, I, I think he will too. And I don't think he should. But I think if no. they're going to do anything, two is kind of fair. Um, if you're going to give him anything, he shouldn't get four. But he's going to get four. We, I know he's going to get four. But, oh, yeah. He's going to get four. Um, yeah. But the, as far as the other receivers go, uh, Sterling Shepard, I mean, our starters now are Cody Latimer and Benny Fowler. And uh, one of the one of the fantasy football uh, radio stations a couple months ago asked me, they said, who's a dark horse on this team at receiver? And I said, oh, Eli likes Benny Fowler. And right now he's the number two receiver on the team. Yeah. Yeah. You know, listen, the position is taking a big hit. Yeah. I mean, if there's any, yeah, listen, Jerry, you made a good point a few minutes ago talking about Corey Coleman. Yeah. Listen, I had him projected as a three. Yep. Uh, he was going to return some kickoffs and all that. Now, that being said, was it in stone that this kid was going to give us a solid year? No. No. Okay, we we weren't 100% sure what we are going to get out of Corey Coleman. So is the injury really bad? Is it, is it devastating to the team? No. Yeah, on a scale of I, 0 to 10, if 10 is devastating – that was a three or four. Uh, I'm going to go a little higher than that because you returned kickoffs pretty yeah. well. So I'll go a little higher than that, Jay. I'm going to go like around a five or six, you yeah. know, midway point where, yeah, yeah it, was a, it was a bad hit. We didn't want to see Corey get hurt. You know, he could have gave us a solid year. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, it's not like Shep blew his knee out where you knew what you had with Shep. You know, you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's, sure. It's a bad injury. I know that. But it's not like it's like, we knew what Coleman was. He's, you know, he's had six years in the league. He's had 80 catches every year and all that crap. Yeah, right. Yep. So, uh, but it's something very unfortunate. Um, guys, listen, Jerry, no, nobody feels bad for you in this league. Everybody has to step up. Yep. Cody Latimer has looked really good in camp. He looked pretty good last year until he got hurt. Sure. Um, him and Eli seem to have a really good connection going on in this camp. Um, they seem to be on the same page. Yeah, Latimer about is- Eli and no name receivers that I don't know what it is, man. I really don't. It's true. It's like it's like the Derek Hagan, right? Like Victor Cruz right. was nobody until you know they, they they got a connection with Eli in uh, in uh, training camp. But I don't know, right. man. It seems like he does better with these receivers. Listen, I mentioned this before about Latimer in the past. Yeah, he was behind the he was behind the number. He was he got caught up in the numbers in Denver. You know, they had two excellent receivers out there. Um, he comes over here, played pretty decent last year until he got hurt, came on, had a good game. Was it the Dallas game? He had that great catch over the shoulder, one-handed or something, Jerry? It was at the Dallas NBA? or Indianapolis. Okay, so um, here's a guy. I could, it might have been Dallas, the one-handed grab, yeah. You know what? I, I kind of remember being in the press box for that. I think it was Dallas, Jerry. I think it was the last game. So um, here's a guy who could give you some ball. You know, he's going to have to step up. And, you know, uh, when Tate gets back, he'll be the three, and he's going to be the two. And England was going to line up outside a lot. Sherman's going to do a lot of uh, two tight ends. Hey, listen, you got to adjust your personnel. There's no excuse. Nobody's going to feel bad for the Giants here, you know? Yep. And you can't say, well, we lost Corey Coleman, so that's it. We're not going to be able to throw the ball. You know, I mean, come on. 
You know, that's not the way this league is, man. You got to make adjustments and you have to continue. You have to look like a professional football team, man. Nobody feels bad for you. So when you trade Odell Beckham, you're, you're building your team, you know, for, for aside from the other reasons they traded him. When, when you when you draft Dexter Lawrence and O'Shane Zimenez uh, with, with the two picks, you're building your team from the inside out. Mm-hmm. I also kept thinking, well, as bad as it is with, with Shep with the uh, injured thumb, uh, Coleman out, and, and now the, the, maybe the four-game suspension for Tate, the Giants aren't built, aren't, they're not a, a team that's going to feature like the, they're not going to be the, the greatest show on turf to say the least. Yeah, it's not going to be Air Coriel out there. Right. I mean, they're, they're yeah. an off, they're, they're, they improve the offensive line. They have probably the best running back in the league and a quarterback who's pretty good with play action pass um, if, if the running game goes. But you mm-hmm. just brought up something in a conversation earlier today. You know, the, the, the big concern is going to be teams are going to load up eight and say, okay, beat us now. Uh, yeah. Now, nothing too earth shattering there, but you're right. Um, Evan Ingram can help. What's mm-hmm. his status? Well, Evan has been, you know, his workload has, hasn't been, you know, hasn't been increased, put it that way. It's just, you know, he's taken, he's been very, they've been very careful with Evan Ingram. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he hasn't had too many snaps. Uh, Sharma said, you know, he did, they just want to, you know, monitor his workload and all that. And, um, me personally, I don't think his hamstrings are 100% yet. Although I saw him running yesterday. He looked like he was pretty good the way he was running. He was out there some snaps yesterday. Yeah. But I, I think he's not 100% yet from that hamstring from the, from the um, OTAs. Yeah. Sherman will never admit that. Uh, I love I love Coach Sherman, Jerry. You know that. I really like him. Yes. Really like him. Um. But he could be a little bit of a pain in the butt when it comes to injuries. He just refuses to say anything. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, guys. It's like Belichick. Uh, yeah. It's just like, you know, uh, even with Darius Slayton, who was, a, in my opinion, is behind the eight ball now. It's a shame because I was really looking forward to him. Okay. Like you ask Sherman about Slayton and everything is, oh, it's day to day. Should be soon. I, I see Slayton every day. He's week to week. He's not going to come back anytime soon. Okay. I could tell the way he's walking. Right. Um, I, I don't expect him back for a few weeks. Yeah. Same thing with Ingram. Hey, I, you know, uh, somebody else asked Sherm about, hey, what's up with Ingram? Why is it, you know, why is his workload not increasing? And why are you monitoring so much? Oh, well, you know, we're just going to, you know, we want to make sure we don't overwork him, this and that. Yeah. Uh, my opinion is that Ingram's not 100% with the hamstring and they're taking it easy with him. Right. You know, uh, but that's just Sherma. He's not going to change Sherma. That's the way he is. I mean, you know, a guy could be taken out on a cart. With no legs and no head, and Sherman would be like, oh, he should be back next week. You know, that, <laughs> you know, yeah. That's just the way Sherman's from the old school. Yeah. His uncle, Fritz Sherman, <clears throat> who was like best friends with Bill Belichick, that's the type of school he comes from, Sherman. He doesn't believe in, you know, <laughs> disclosing too much, bud. All right, enough with the ugly and the bad. Now the good. And before we go to the defensive side, which has a lot of good, the good, mm. obviously, on offense is Saquon. Um, not much tweeting about him. I guess it's expected that he is just going to be otherworldly. But you brought up a couple times this uh, this new tight end they have. Mm. C.J. Conrad. Yeah, yeah, the kid from Kentucky. Yes. Yes. Is he um, worth getting excited about or what? Um, I wouldn't say excited about yet, but I put on Twitter yesterday, I believe. You know what? I'm throwing, Jerry, I draw so many Damn tweets. I don't remember what the hell day I'm doing it. But anyway. Oh, buddy, you were on fire. No, stop. So, so yes, I think it was yesterday. I said, you know what? I'm looking at him. He makes an over-the-shoulder grab. He's not the fastest kid, you know. Um, mm-hmm. 
but he seems to be a good blocker. Uh, and he seems to be one of those kids that catches the ball, gets into space. And I think the Giants are on the song. I said, you know what? This C.J. Conrad kid from the OTAs, the first week of training camp, he's got something, this kid, Jerry. So I'm not going to go as far as say I'm excited about him yet. But very intriguing kid. I like the way he's coming on. Um, I think they might have. I think they might have something here, Jerry, with this CJ Conrad. I really do. You also said. Um, you put, think, uh, you go think, ahead. I'm sorry. I was say you think Red Ellison's going to play a bigger role this year. I think. Listen, they're going to have to, Jerry, especially with Tate out the first four games. Um, Red Ellison is running a lot of seven routes. Oh, that that really sucks that we're concluding that, but we are. We both are. We're both in the same mind frame. Like, yeah, yeah. it's going to happen. Yeah. So. Oh, it's going to happen. You know that. You know. Um, a lot of seven routes, seams, all that with Red Ellison. I think he's going to be a part of, of this air attack with Odell. Uh, Odell, I'm sorry. <laughs> Eli. Um, Ingram is going to be lined up all over the place. Yeah. And uh, he, Listen, um, you know Marinelli opening game against the uh, Cowboys. They, they're going to come out, these teams, and they're going to say, okay, Eli, go ahead, beat us with Shep and beat us with Ingram and beat us with what, what do you think you're going to beat us with? Yeah. We're going to stop Saquon, yep. you know? So until the Giants proved the first few weeks that, okay, you want to stack the box, we're going to be, hit you here, we're going to hurt you here, uh, that's what you're going to see, man. So um, that's, just, that's just where Evan Ingram can help, man. Like, that's yeah. where he, you know, I just, God, I hope he's healthy this year. Yeah, me too, bud. Somebody put me a stat too. up in the first two years, uh, only four tight ends have more yardage than him, and, and mm-hmm. Ingram missed six games. It was Kittle, or Kittle, uh, the guy mm-hmm. from San Fran, uh, Graham, Gronkowski. The names were impressive. Yeah, and then like Ingram was fifth. I forget who the fourth was. It's escaping me. But man, mm-hmm. if he could stay healthy, he could really be something for us. And I think he's going to really be something for us now that Odell's on here. Right? And, you yes. know, we've talked about this before. So, yep. Listen, Jerry, if Ingram's healthy, uh, he's in a way, in a way, Jerry is like a third receiver out there himself at times. He's going to be lined up outside. You know. I was going to say another good is you're not really worried about Shepard, are you? Uh, his injury? Yeah. No, no, Shep is fine. He sure. yelled at me. I, I put it on Twitter. He actually yelled at me the other day. Nice. <laughs> um, For those you know, who missed fine. it, what happened? Well, what happened was after he got injured, you know, at first it came over as a broken thumb. Yeah. And then Sherman clarified it the next day when he said, no, it's a tip. And Sherman's not worried about it at all. He goes, he'll be fine in two weeks. But nobody really quite knew how serious it was. Yeah. And I saw Shep passing me, and I said, yo, Shep, I said, uh, are you going to be good for Dallas? And he says, and he basically yelled at me going, what kind of question is that, Chris? Are you kidding me? You know, he gave me one of those. I was like, okay, I'm just asking. I'm just going by what I'm hearing. He goes, stop. And he walked away. Oh, he was like, awesome. a, he was like annoyed. That like, are you kidding me? Of course, I'm gonna be ready for Dallas. You nice. know? So that's good. So he's he was out there yesterday working. On, he's been running. He's been with the team. He did some drills yesterday with Eli on another field, mm-hmm. um, catching one hand. They're not worried about Shep at all. Yeah. Um, in the building, they think Shep would be back in two weeks catching balls. Needless to say, Jerry, that they're not concerned at all for the opening game against Dallas. Uh, as far as quarterbacks go, Eli's obviously, uh, based on your tweets, mm-hmm. uh, uh, in yeah. the lead, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, looks good. And Jones, a typical rookie, right? Some days good, some days bad. Um, um, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, Jerry. Yeah. No, no, no. You were going to like. Um, what he's been, he started off the first practice. He started off not too good, got much better. He'd been really solid until yeah. yesterday's practice. And yesterday he was just okay. Okay. Um, but Eli looks sharp, huh? Eli's been sharp every day. Every day. Uh, first day, actually, he was pretty sharp. The last three days, he's been real sharp. Real sharp, you know? So, um, 
Listen. And you said he's building that chemistry with Latimer? Yeah, he seems to have a nice thing going with Latimer. Um, I, I, I talked to John Halapio a couple of days ago, and um, I asked John, I said, any difference in Eli this year, you know? A little bit of urgency, a little, you know, a little fire under him maybe that the kid's hanging over him, you know? Yep. And he said that he goes, you know what? He does. Now, as much as you can see with Eli, because, you know, he's always the same, you know, personality, right? Sure. So the only guys that are really going to see it maybe is the guys he plays with, offensive linemen, you know, serious because, you know, they're, with, they're in meetings with him and all that. And Jalapeno said that, you know what? He has a little bit more of a sense of urgency this year. He seems to be up another notch, you know? And this is something we talked about, Jerry. Right? Yeah. Competition, the number six overall pick. First it's going to be good for Eli. Who can actually play. All right. Well, it's going to be good for Eli because athletes are so, they have so much pride, bud, that when there's somebody ready to take his job, I don't care what Eli says. Oh, yeah, same personality. I'll be the same. I'm never going to change. Trust me. Trust me. It lights a little bit more of a fire underneath you when you know you could be out of there, you know? Right. And Hal Appeal confirmed it. Right there. That's his center. He's with him all the time. He said, he goes, yeah, he, he sensed a little bit more of an urgency with Eli, a little bit more, you know, like, and that's only natural, Jerry, when a guy's ready to take your spot. You know, uh, this is what I, Jerry, this is what I wish the Giants had for years, a capable backup that if something happened with Eli or Eli was playing bad, which we've seen bad stretches from Eli, right? Yes. Where a head coach could go, uh, the coach could go, uh, Eli, sit out the series and put in a guy that could actually play football, not Ryan Nassib's, not Brent, you know, not these buffoons they've had over the years. Right. That probably, you know, they, you know, they just couldn't play. They couldn't win football games for you. I always want. I wish they had that veteran the last six, seven, eight years, whatever it might be, where a guy could step in and actually win a game for you. Because I don't care what you say, but we talked about this. Eli always knew there was nobody behind him. That was yeah, right. Over. There was no challenge ever. You know, and. You know, psychologically, sometimes it's like, uh, let me throw the ball here because I know, you know, if it gets picked, you know, I'll, I'll force it in here if it gets picked, you know. I'm not saying Eli's doing all right. I'm just saying you'd no, be surprised no. when there's a guy behind you that's ready to step in yep. that maybe you don't force that ball in there two times in a game or whatever it might be. You understand what yeah, I'm doing? there's no here? repercussions to anything you do wrong right. because you no understand? one's coming in. Right. You understand where I'm going with this, Jerry? It's not that Eli was doing it. Oh, let me just wing it up there for the hell of it. No. You understand where I'm going with it? Yep. 100%. Okay. So... The good, so I mean, I don't, I'm not, we don't really need to hear about Tanny versus Laletta, but Tanny seems like he has the inside track for that third spot. Um, yes, yes, the, the good, a lot. And of Jones has been with the twos, Jerry. Jones, I mean, and that's how it should be. I mean, Jones is with the twos, and, and, jo and Jones is going to be the backup the first game. Go ahead. And that's, and that's how it should be. I mean, I, right. it'd be stupid, it would be insulting if he wasn't. Um, you know, I wasn't psyched about this defense, I just thought, well, very young. Don't know what you have. You drafted a kid from Old Dominion in the third round. Yeah, they say he's good. Um, we're asking Lorenzo Carter and B.J. Hill to make leaps. Who the hell's Dexter Lawrence? Well, mm -hmm. dude, I mean, it seems like the defense is what you're going to get excited about if you're a fan this year. I don't know why you wouldn't, bud. I mean, uh, Lorenzo just, Carter, oh, holy crap. He, Lorenzo Carter, um, a couple of things. He bulked up, okay? He's noticeably bigger out there, muscle-wise. Okay, he's a physical freak. Yeah, 
He made an interception on day one of camp. Yeah, on a screen. On a screen to Barkley that he, he read all the way and dove and picked the ball off. Of course, Eli should have never thrown it, but but he <laughs> picked it off, and he would have went the other way. Yeah. Um. He's yesterday. Yesterday on a run play, he like one hand winged Chad Wheeler aside. Yeah. Um, which, I've been talking about good, it, which is both good and bad. <laughs> right. Wheeler actually, I thought got hurt on it, but he got up. He was fine. Yeah. Uh, but listen, it happens. Offensive linemen get beat. The yeah, point right, being, right. the point being is that I've been talking about it since April when I saw him in the OTAs, uh, May, whatever the hell it was. When I saw him in the OTAs, um, this kid's going to be a stud. Yeah, and he's going to be an impact player. And folks, you will see it starting August, whatever the hell we play the Jets next week. Yeah, uh, preseason, and you're going to see it in Dallas. Uh, Jerry, there's a lot to be excited about on the defensive side. I was going to um, say, Chris, Lorenzo Carter, Ogletree, Tay Davis, who they're high on, and maybe Golden on the other side, or O'Shane Zimenez. Chris, mm-hmm. do we have linebackers now, maybe? Jerry, I mean, can, we, I, can we get excited well, in about my opinion, our linebacking core? Okay, that's a great question, but I feel we have edge outside linebackers. Right. Uh, and we have one decent inside, and I don't really know what the hell we have in the other inside. Good to know Tay Davis. Oh, uh, uh, you know, okay. So I feel we have a mediocre inside linebacker, maybe a little bit better mediocre with Ogletree. Decent, pretty good. Pretty good Ogletree and then a decent other inside. And I think we have some outside guys. Um, I think you're going to really like the X-Man. Yeah. Very quick. Very quick, bud. Off that edge. Um, Golden seems to be 100% the way he's bursting with his, you know, his first step. And just quickly, Dexter Lawrence you mentioned. Um, I was going to say, get to the line. We'll get, we'll get to the line. I mean, Dexter okay. Lawrence looked like he was throwing around John Jalapio like he was, wasn't even there. Yeah. And it was funny because I interviewed Jalapio, like I was just mentioned, talking to Jalapio for next, uh, you know, you'll see it in the next paper. But I don't want to give too much of the interview away. But Jalapio, when I asked him about Dexter Lawrence, did say to me, keep an eye on this kid. This kid's going to be special. Chris, they're talking about putting him at end now, too. Like, well, he, Jerry, he plays the one, yeah. he plays the three, and he plays the five. Now, here's the thing. And I mentioned this before. He only had a couple of sacks in college. He played basically with one, one foot, foot yeah. at Clemson. Yep. Okay? So right away, the experts, the same ones who said Daniel Jones doesn't have an arm, mm. you know, um, right away, oh, he's not a pass rusher. You know, he's not going to be uh, – he's not going to be uh, – he's just going to be a run stopper. Well, guess what, bud? You know what everybody's talking about with Dexter Lawrence besides the run and all that? They talk about his technique, his footwork, and how he could be an effective pass rusher. Yeah, that's that's incredible. I, I, I just I'm I can't believe how more excited I am about the front seven now. I mean, we didn't get to the corners yet. You should be. I mean, he's he's on the one, he's on the three, and he's on and he's been lined up on the five. And um, BJ hmm. Hill, um, yeah, you know, yeah. Dalvin Tomlinson. Now uh, McIntosh is in the mix as well, right? He's looked pretty good himself. Yeah. This is a kid that was behind the eight ball last year. He had he had the sickness. Um, and he came in at the, you know at the end of the year he got some snaps, and he's looked pretty good. You know he's looked pretty good. You know and, and um, so you got some guys rotating in. You know, um, and the defensive line is not the exactly you know uh, they, they're kind of thin if a couple of guys get hurt unfortunately yeah, right. you know but. But I think folks, I think people are going to really like Dexter Lawrence. He is a mammoth, mammoth <clears throat> kid, and he's a little violent, which I love. All right, I want guys that knock your teeth out on the interior line. 
As we you know? all do, buddy. Yes. Right. <laughs> um, you, you know, this, you know, I want a guy, you know, put it, put his hand up, kind of hit a guy like, you know, Travis Frederick in his throat the first game, you yeah. know, something like that. Yep. You know, where no, nobody sees him do it. You know, that type of guy, a little <laughs> nastiness. Yeah. A little guy plays through, the, as, as they as they always say, a little guy that plays through the whistle, right? Jerry plays yeah. through the whistle. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, you're gonna, he's going to line up over guard's shoulders, the three. You're going to see him sometimes in a five. Uh, Betcha loves that. He loves to move guys around. And I think this kid's going to be a pretty solid player, bud. So at corner, we're loaded. I, I can't, and that's what I mean, man. Like, I, I, don't, I wasn't like I was overlooking this, but I just assumed they were all too young. But you have Jenkins. Ballantin, who looks good. Oh man, uh, Beal, yeah. who's got a little groin thing now. Yeah. Baker, Julian Love, uh, like who who stood out to you out of those five? You forgot one other guy, dude. Grant oh, I know Haley. you're right. Who's going to win? The, he's probably going to win the slot spot too. Oh, Grant Haley is distinct. Uh, he's separating himself for the That's third, amazing. for the, the nickel All these corner. high draft picks and that kid out of Penn State, the free agent's going to do it. That's that's great. He he separated himself from the nickel, at the nickel right good now. He's him. winning. He's winning the job hands down. I guess he read my article and said, okay, Chris, watch this. <laughs> yeah, because you, you know, picked your boy. I picked my boy Love as a projected winner in the slot, third, the nickel. Uh, I'm going to be dead wrong with that um, unless Haley was – see, he, Jerry, he was an outside in Penn State. He's right. built to be a slot in the yep. NFL. Yep. Um, he's played really well, Jerry. He's a tough kid, man, at 5'9". You know, I, I put it on Twitter today, but um, you know, he played with a heavy heart last year. His mom – was going through a lot, yeah. okay? She was waiting for a liver donor, the whole deal. Yeah. Okay, she got it. She's doing fine. Nice. Uh, Grant, oh, by the way, who's a great kid, quiet, okay? Um, obviously, you know, a load is off his shoulders now. Uh, it's a relief in his mind that his mom is doing good, okay? Uh, no matter what you say about being a professional and you have to leave that stuff on the side when you hit the field, when your mom's very sick, I don't yeah, give a crap possible. what you say. Yep. It's still on your mind. Sure. Okay? Okay? So um, he looks he, – he stepped up his play. He's very chippy. Um, he's always around the ball. He's physical for 5'9", kid. Um, I, he's having a strong camp, but he's going to be in the nickel corner as of now. Uh, Love has been playing free safety a little bit outside, a little bit in the slot. Forcing some fumbles too, right? Forces some fumbles, you know. He was taught well in Notre Dame. <laughs> DeAndre Baker's looked pretty good. Janoris's looked pretty good. Um, Peppers is up at the box a lot. Who, who's you know, looked the that. best opposite Jenkins so far, bud? <clears throat> well, Baker. Oh, he you has. Know, Baker's been with opposite of Jenkins from the first snap of training camp. Oh wow! Okay. And and the kid's holding his own, you know. Yeah. So, uh, it was, like we said, a little bit of a competition going on with Haley and you know the love, the slot, the dirt, the nickel, and all that. And Haley's winning the job hands down. In yeah. my opinion, right now, hands down. And uh, balancing got a little pick six. Uh, let me tell you, but you know, I'm very skeptical of Division Two talent. Sure. Um, I was skeptical of O'Shane Zimenez. He's one double A. <laughs> right. Um, right. As you should be, Old Dominion. Yeah. Right. You never you know how be. it's going to translate. Right. You don't know how it's going to translate to this league. This is a different league. Okay. Yep. Um, what are we talking about? Balancing. You know, obviously, we all know <clears throat> what he went through. The night he was drafted, yeah, right. Uh, the next night, whatever it was, with the uh, you know, with the gunshot wound, uh, he got you know, of course, with his friend and all that. Um, but I tell you what, bud, I'm watching this kid. This kid's got talent, man. Now you see why he was invited to the Senior Bowl. Yeah. Now you see why he won the Cliff Harris Award. Okay. Uh, the kid's got a ton of talent, and I have to be honest with you, but I think we talked about this, me and you, uh, when we did our first 53. Uh, that kind of messing around with it. I had him down 
as a practice squad kid. This kid's playing his way on the roster. No question about nice. it. Sam Beal is falling behind a little bit. That's incredible. All right. He's yeah. got the hamstring now. He's supposed to be going, you know, Sherman, he's day to day, which who knows now, right? Sherman, <laughs> you can't believe any, you know, so we'll see if he comes back tomorrow. I doubt it. We'll see if he comes back this week. We'll see. But I tell you what, this balancing kid is here to play football, my friend. Nice. Okay. He's here to play some football. And he looks pretty. Even when a guy, even when a receiver catches a ball on him, balance is like right on him, you know? He's so the, he's been he's got pretty. The right number. He's got 25, Mark Collins. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> he's been pretty impressive, uh, balancing, you know? So now, uh, what, um, was the, what was your fifth round picture? A sixth round, right? He was sixth, balancing? yeah. Washburn. Right, so. Out yep. of Washburn, which I had to look up and I didn't know what the hell a Washburn was. I yeah. I haven't heard of it. Yeah. Um, Jabril Pepper, is he the leader of this defense, you think? No, I, I think, you know, Ogletree and Antoine Bethea are the leaders, but he's very vocal. He's one of the guys, you know, stepping up, Jerry. You know, he's one. Of, let's put it this way, Jerry. He's one of the leaders, okay? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's one of the leaders. But, right. but you know, the Pathea, the guy next to him is a, is a 14-year vet. Ogletree is, what, seven years now. He was a captain last year. So those guys are... I would say they're the leaders, but Peppers is one of them. You know, he in, in wants the limited, to be in the limited action you've seen, mm-hmm. would you say the Peppers Bethea is an upgrade over Collins and uh, Riley? Yeah. Is it too early? Well, Jerry, I was because of Riley. Well, Bethea was way over Riley. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and we have it's a little too early for yeah, Peppers right. and Collins. Yeah, you know, we'll have to see during the season. Yeah. Like I said, I, I've said this before, and I'll say it one more time. I do not believe you got Giants will be fans will be watching the Giants this year saying, "Man, we really miss Collins." No way. That's but we'll get the we'll get the Collins later on. <laughs> uh, yeah, we 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 definitely will. <laughs> but um, so dude, you know, I I looked at this team a couple of weeks ago, and mm-hmm. on the last podcast, I should say, we were all excited that camp was underway. Yeah. Wanted to see what they would do on offense, and after three days, I think I'm more excited about this defense. And, you know, we always talk about this. You, you, you want to go back. It doesn't have to be 86, but in the 80s when they had that defense where, you know, you almost rooted for the offense to go off the field. You wanted the defense on the field and just watch them dominate. I'm not saying this is it, but the, the young aspect of this defense um, and the improvements they've made get me really mm-hmm. excited about this defense. Listen, Jerry, I think every sports fan loves young blood, right, in yeah. their team. Either be baseball, like you're a Yankee fan. I know you're excited about your Yankees, although you got waxed this weekend. But I know you're excited about the Yankees. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Because all the young blood, um, <laughs> you know, and so much young talent on the Giants' defensive side of the ball. You should be excited. You know, yeah. you should be excited. I mean, you know, uh, between the Bakers and, you know, Peppers is only three years, bud, in the league. This is only his third year, right? Yep. The X-Mans, the Carters, the Hills, the Thomasons, the – um, Man. Who am I missing? Oh, number one pick. Yeah, Dexter Lawrence. You know, X, you know, and, and Marcus Scott. Well, the Marcus is up there five years, whatever it is now. But you should be a lot of young talent. Uh, the Haley's. Kareem Lawrence. Martin. Uh, oh, gosh. Oh, God. You Connelly, know, we, me- and by the way, we didn't mention Connolly either. Connolly's with the twos a lot. Yeah, yeah. Connolly's with the twos. You know, uh, you notice I didn't even mention Kareem Martin. When I was talking about I the know. outside linebackers. <laughs> I didn't even mention him. No, it's not no, worth mentioning. No, nah, this will be his last year as a giant. Yeah, by the way, if the Yankees didn't win last night, it would have been full-blown panic mode for everybody because <laughs> it would have oh. been a four-game swing. Instead, yeah. it was a, a manageable two, but they got them, what, four more games in, in three days, right? 
Yeah, they got four more in the stadium. Yeah. stadium yeah. I, I guess maybe the Red Sox weren't picking up the pitches last night. They weren't getting tipped. You know, they weren't reading the pitches. They weren't tipping them off, you know, because it seems like every time the Red Sox scored 14 on the Yankees, it, it's not the Red Sox. It's just tip pitches or the yeah. seams are too low. Whatever Aaron Boone comes. It's not that the Red Sox, you know, could hit. No, Aaron, no. It's the seams, tipping pitches, all that. Chris, I give you credit. I didn't get one text message from you about that series. No, I don't. I don't, you don't I like, like that. that. Not just folks out there, just so you know. Chris is not that guy. No, I'm not that guy. I'm not. But I just, I, I actually wanted to call you and say, is your manager kidding me? Is Tanaka kidding me? You can you can do that. I don't No, care. no, I don't like doing that. Because you know what? The Yankees will kick the crap out of them next weekend if I open my stupid it's mouth. It's the third team on the list, too, buddy. But I laugh, by, I laugh when the Yankees bit. do talk about that, bud. You know, especially when the Sox won 108 games last year, steamrolled to the playoffs, and Boone's talking about, oh, yeah, they tip pitches. They really pick up the pitches. Oh, shut up. And and by the way, um, right, let's get back to the offensive line. Yeah. yeah so we we we, <laughs> we didn't discuss the offensive line. I kind of glossed over it because I wanted to get to the defense so quickly because mm-hmm. uh, everything everything you're seeing, uh, it's worth getting excited over at least right you now. Should. You should you should feel good about it. Yeah. But the offensive line, from what you saw last year, I'm sure the right side has improved from Omami yeah. and Flowers to uh, yeah. Remmers and and Zeitler. Yeah. Um, overall, what's your impression? Yeah, I think they're playing well. You know, I'm happy that um, Remus is 100. percent You know, he's been out there. You know, he's been out, he's actually gotten more snaps than Solder. Solder, Solder's with the ones, and then he'll and then they'll take him out and put Wheeler out there with Mahalik. You know, but Remus has actually gotten more snaps. He's you know he said he's 100 percent and he looks 100. percent You know, we'll see when they start playing the opposition, bud. You know, but he looks good. You know, Zeitler's. Uh, you know, they seem to be communicating well. Uh, you know, it makes the whole line better. You know, you got you got some power guys. You know, Zaitlin's like Zaitlin's just like a maniac. He just loves playing football, man. You know, yeah. Uh, Will Hernandez, I think you're going to see a big improvement out of him too in year two. Yeah, and that's not talked about enough, bud. Um, yeah, it's you know we brought in Zaitlin, brought in Remmers. That's going to be better. Jalapio is returning. He'll be an upgrade over Pulley, although Pulley's a nice, capable backup. Right. Solder another year in this system, but the improvement of Will Hernandez from year one to year two. I mean, mm-hmm. just from Game one to game sixteen last year, seven. You know, you could see right. it. Oh yeah, and now yeah. another year later, again another guy worth getting excited over. Yeah, and and there's a lot of coaches talking about him too, man. That he's just taking another step. His teammates are saying he's like, he's you know Jerry. Even even Hernandez told me this like midway through the season last year. He said, "I'm still learning." Yeah, I mean, here you are, four preseason games. Uh, about seven or eight games in a season, and he tells me in a locker room one day, I'm still learning. It's a tough sport, bud. It's tough, man, as a rookie, you know? Uh, but now he's totally – and I forget it was a new – you know, it was a new system to him, new system to the team with Sherma, okay? Yep. Now it's year two in the league, year two in Sherma's system, and he feels, you know, he feels totally, completely, 100%, knows the offense, knows what he's doing in the league. You know, Lorenzo Carter's the first one to say it. He goes, hey, I was running around out there last year, but half the times I don't even know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, you know, this is the way, this is what rookies go through in this league. It's not easy, you know. So that year two is huge because most of the time they have everything down, terminology, the system and all that, what they expect, right? And if different, a lot of these guys, they take another step up, another step to, and I think you're going to see that with Will Hernandez too, but you saw it the last six, seven games last year, right? Yeah, he did. Absolutely. He played well. He played yeah. well, and he's going to play even better this year, Jerry. And if Zeitler's an upgrade over Jamon Brown, and we think he is. Yes, the, he is. The line's yes, going to be yes. better. I, I just. Should be. I'm yep. trying not to get too excited because, 
Uh, and the reality is that we don't know who Eli is going to be throwing to. I think it's going to be Shepard and Ingram mm-hmm. come week one. Mm-hmm. And if it's those two, then you're happy. Then it's almost like you'll take, okay, whoever's after that. If it's Latimer, if it's uh, Benny Fowler, that's fine. If it's this uh, Reggie White Jr., whatever, I don't care. Mm-hmm. But I just want Ingram and Shepard lined up out there with, uh, with, our Jerry, boy, with our boy in the backfield. Jerry, I think it's so important to get Darius Slayton back yeah. healthy because even – if you use him two plays during the game, yeah, <laughs> two right. ta- I should say two targets, yeah. and he tries to go over the top, that that stretches the defense out. You understand what I'm saying, Jerry? Yeah, 100%. They, that gives Saquon more room. Yeah. Okay? When you have a kid that's a burner and they try to hit him, or, or, or say they do hit him on a deep post or a go. Yeah. Okay? Now the defense – has to think about this kid. That's why I wanted this kid out there from day one. It's unfortunate, you know, what happened with his hamstring. I'm hoping he's back, Jerry, the last few weeks of camp, uh, and he starts getting in some reps and all that. Because that's, you know, a kid like that, it could go over the top. Now now you got a different ball game. When did Even that if, happen? Did that happen you know, in the first practice? It happened, the, it happened at the rookie practice. Oh. Uh, yeah, it, it happened at the rookie practice. And I see him. I see him every day. You know, he's limping noticeably. You know, it doesn't look like he's anytime soon. Oh, great. Day to day, huh? <laughs> yeah, Coach Sharma. Uh, it's a wide day. receiver. Like, it's not the easiest position to learn as a rookie, even if he's just going to run straight. Like, it's it's just tough, man. You're not, it's not running back. You can't miss time. You know, it's yeah, hard. And it, it's, so, it's, so, it's so disheartening because the kid was really coming on, Jerry. No OTAs. Everybody was looking forward to seeing him in camp. You know, yeah. um, probably going to have to wait with him. All right, buddy. Um, before we get to our buffoons of the week, you got anything else? Uh, no. Um, no. I listen, man. There's been some bad, but there's been a lot of good, and that's what we're trying to. Yeah. We're trying yeah, to present sure. both. We're trying to. It's not all doom and gloom, Giant fans. There is an aspect of this team to be excited about. You know, the Tate thing's frustrating, yeah. and the yeah. Corey Coleman is not debilitating, but it's it hurts. Yeah. Uh, it hurts. There's some uh, some bright spots, and we yeah. have to dwell yeah. on it. So. Um, yeah, no question about it. I think we covered it. And our 38 um, year old quarterback looks pretty accurate right now. Uh, he's, he's throwing the ball really well. Yes, he is. Um, Goldman and Perkins are battling it out back there, nice. you know, for the backup. Um, Broad Smith, Smith yeah. if it was up to me, <clears throat> uh, right after the fumble on like the second play of camp where he got stripped, yeah, I would have. Pulled him on the sideline and told him, you know, go put your civilian clothes on and get out of here. That's what I would have told him. <laughs> Rod Smith? Yeah, I would I would launch Rod Smith as far as I could launch him right now. <laughs> now you say, Chris, why are you saying that? Because I don't really like the way he looks out there. He's bouncing everything outside. You fumble in a second play at camp, I think it was. We have Gallman, Perkins, Eli Penny. I think Rod Smith will not make this 53. If it was up to me. I would have let him go already. I don't know if it was your tweet or somebody else's, but somebody said he walked down the field and a giant fan yelled, "Hey, Rod, Dallas yeah. sucks." Yeah, yeah. Two two minutes into the first practice, people are yelling his name, saying Dallas sucks. Go back to Dallas. Oh, that's. And great. after the fumble, after the fumble, I was actually going to grab him and say, "Yeah, you know what? Well, listen to those fans. Get out of here." <laughs> All right, buddy. Well said. <laughs> so, speaking of well said, um, look, Chris and I talk about the only thing we talk about before this is who's our buffoon so we don't have the same one well folks this was a week where we have the same one Mm. i will read the quote um regarding what this guy said about our beloved gm if he saw him on the sidelines 
I would try to tell one of my defensive back coaches, throw the ball in that direction, give him a nice little thud, a little run over. Would this man not get him on his butt, somebody asked? This person asked. I don't think he's got the skill level to stay on his feet. Well, Chris, have at it, yeah. my friend. He also, I think he also said he'd give him a little bump, right? Or yeah, something he like said that? that before he had thud. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't hear you, bud. Yeah, um, yeah listen, uh, I think it was ridiculous what Landon Collins said. Uh, I mean, I'm hoping he's kidding around. I'm sure he is, but still not a very good joke, right? No. Um, especially a cancer survivor and all that. I know you're mad, you're pissed off, but I didn't think, you know, I guess he meant to be funny. Didn't come across as funny as all, at all. Um, him and Odell are making buffoons out of themselves every week. I know. You know? Um, he's probably not even happy in Washington. He's probably there. Well, with training camps one week, he's probably ready wants out like everybody else does that goes to Washington. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm not going to mention a name, but somebody told me, Jerry, that Washington is such a depressing organization to play for that nobody likes playing for them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so Landon's going to be, you know, he's getting the money, but he's not going to be happy in two years. He'll be, he'll be wanting out of there. Um, I, I, I thought it was a very disrespectful thing to say. Uh, I don't go with it. I don't, I wish Landon would shut up like Odell. Uh, I think it's idiotic for him to make that comment. Um, and he gets my buffoon. Like, as you, Jerry, he gets the buffoon of the week. Yeah, my advice to Dave Gettleman, if that were to happen, would be, hey, Dave, just line up in the slot. He won't hit you. <laughs> so there you have it. So. Oh, he won't cover you, you mean. Yeah. <laughs> right. He won't even come near you. If you line yeah. up in the slot and run straight, yeah. he can't stay with you, Dave. Don't worry about it. So, yeah, uh, yeah there's my shot. Um, anything else, my friend? Uh, no, that's it, bud. Uh, we're back at it this week. And, yeah, back uh, at it Thursday. We'll probably do Twitter Thursday, Twitter question Thursday. And then we will be live. Well, live in that we'll record it in the parking lot on Tuesday. I have no idea how that's going to go if one person shows up, if 10, if 30. I don't care. No idea. We'll just do it there and see what happens. Um, but we'll, we'll talk more about that on Thursday's podcast. So we're back Thursday night with Twitter questions. I will send out the tweet on Thursday. Respond. Give us your questions. Chris will have updates. When's practice next? Tomorrow on Wednesday? Tomorrow through Saturday. No, I know, but before the next podcast, I mean. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, tomorrow on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, tomorrow on Wednesday. So Chris will be there, and uh, we'll give updates on Thursday. Well, Chris will be giving uh, the thousand tweets that he gives per day about what's going on, and then we'll talk about it on Thursday before your questions. So if a lot happens, we'll get to less questions. If not much happens, hopefully it's a calm, easy two days uh, that we don't have much to talk about, and hmm. then we'll have uh, more questions on Thursday. So. If you want to order a copy of The Giant Insider or a subscription, rather, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to Magster for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. And download our app, The Giant Insider app. Thank God training camp is here. Let's keep the injuries at a minimum. And remember, guys, and Chris, thank you for all the tweets and everything, buddy. You're doing a great job. Thank you, man. Thank you. Sundays are giant days, folks. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.